Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot of people weighing in on their chairs, uh, their their favorite chair, Slee. Yeah, this this is what you've got going on right here, right? That's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah basically those, that. Those don't work for me. <laughs> those are Because those are mostly plastic and no. Okay, so these are... I don't know if that picture describes the exact chair. The REI ones are good. So there's like okay. a good, I think they're metal, everything, poles, all Titanium, that stuff. Titanium, honeycomb, carbon fiber. <laughs> I'm going to need something that's fairly sturdy. <laughs> they use the same material in war. <laughs> it's on the surface of the space shuttle. <laughs> it's made out of the same things that they take the guys to outer space The on. tanks they use in certain parts of the country, they use the same. It's Yeah, I I, I need that. The, but that's a great a question. tight one. That's a great question because a lot of people, chairs are a big deal. They're a big deal. I go, anytime I go, I'll watch my, I'm in San Diego, I'm watching my nieces play soccer. And the setup, the setup people coming out, they're young kids, right? Yeah. But the setup coming out, you got people that have the, like you said, the 1999, those chairs that you probably can't sit in. No. And then the other ones, I'm like, well, this is the most luxurious thing I've ever <laughs> it's like, seen. It's like a lazy boy. Yeah, but that's a lot of work. Then it takes them 45 minutes to set it up. 100%. And then the game ends, takes another hour and a half to they put it They had to buy an bag. Escalade just to have room to put it in there. There's a sweet spot. There, There's a sweet spot in there. A couple of late ass sleaze. This is good from Jason Torres. If the Aztecs win it all, do you mm-hmm. cry? Hashtag Astley. I do. I think probably, no, I right? Do. No, I already know I would. Yeah. I would because it's kind of a, listen, it's a double whammy here. The the going to San Diego State part, I think is actually the secondary part of it. It's being from the city and never having won a championship. That has more of the... that has being more an of alumnus the, of the yeah, school? Really? Yeah, it does. It does. The, it, it, the connection that I have to San Diego State is the San Diego portion of it, right? Mm. Like, that's very, very important. So um, if I had gone, if I had left the state and I went somewhere else, I went to U of A, I went to University of Arizona, you're only rooting for your school. There's yeah. no real connection after that. This one's kind of a, it's a double whammy right It there. is a double whammy. Yeah. One more, uh, Porky writes, which is better, fresh cut grass or bread baking in the oven? Both good, but I think there's a winner here. Takes me back to my childhood, the fresh cut grass. Hundred percent. I that was kind of like that was my gig. That was. Oh, you had to mow the lawn. Yeah, and I and I in a weird way enjoyed it. Like every time, if my dad do it, I'm like, you're not doing it right. It's like, <laughs> the hell. Would you want to carve a design into the yard like it's Petco Park? What are you trying to do out there? <laughs> like you put in a big A S and Alan Sleeva logo. Do you know you watch? Do you know you have parents watch you? You know your parents watch you and like they'll critique whatever you're doing. Sure. Right. This was like me the opposite way. I'm like, Dad, you got to get around that corner, man. Come on. You're going to really let that rock get in the way? He's like, go get a job. Fresh baking bread is a wonderful scent. It's it's one of the it's, – it's near the oh, top. Yeah. It's, but the, it's amazing. The number one, for, number one, the thing that just makes me – oh, that just makes you feel good, cut grass. You get every single time, number one, followed closely by the smell of a baseball glove. Mm. Just that leathery, that very kind of – 
old, not damp, that's the wrong word, yeah. just kind of almost musky leather baseball glove. Hard to beat. For me, it's, I mean, all these are great things, especially as someone who's gotten into baking recently, but I think for me, oh, it's like sunscreen. Way. Yeah, I was just going to ask you. So, you like sunscreen? I love, well, because it reminds me of like summer and Time. being out there and being at the beach and stuff like that. But yes, I, I, I did make you guys bagels this morning because I'm a woman of my word. I want to go, we're going to get to the bagels. I want to go back to the sunscreen. I think because you are not a native Californian like Al and I, it was more of a chore that you had to put it on like almost every day as a kid to prevent getting, you know, cancer and things like that. <laughs> but like, it's not a summer thing. It's, oh my God, my mom's making me put all this stuff on again. Right, right. Yeah. How, so Emily brought in more bagels today. Slee just took a big bite of his. Taylor, have you, did you finish yours already? In about five seconds. All right. Yeah. What's the review? It's so good, Emily. What kind did you get? Um... It was just plain, right? Yeah, they got what they asked for, which was yeah, a plain bagel, plain bagel with plain bagel with cream, cream cheese. Whipped cre- or cream cheese, excuse me. Emily. Um, excellent. Great baker. Thanks. Excellent. That's really, really good. That's the, the jersey. Can you can you give me a <laughs> little jersey with your bagel? I got some bagel and lox here. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you want some schmear on that? Uh, I don't know. Some what on that? I love that. <laughs> can you do a full factor cap <laughs> with one of those? Maybe I will eat it. <laughs> That's really good. They're fluffy. They're, yeah. yeah. The yeah. texture is the, I would think that's the hardest part and that's the best part, right? Yeah. That you got the texture. They exactly stay pretty right. moist and I, I have Travis's and I made sure, I so his had things on it, so I had to put uh, toothpicks in it and I, I made sure to keep a note this morning. I said, there are toothpicks in this, please. There are three of them. <laughs> you know like with the, them. that high voltage, stay away, Peligro yeah. kind of thing that you go through this, that's what I had. On top of my uh, my bagel this morning, I haven't eaten it yet because I had a little breakfast this morning. So it's in the it's in the fridge, it's gone fresh. If it's in the fridge, somebody took it. I not, just don't want to injure you and not have you at work. I tomorrow. appreciate it. I, I am I am very grateful. Our so. fridge, there's a fifty percent chance. I ever tell you the story? I t- I've told you the story that one time, I'm not going to name the name. I had a sparkling water in there. One sparkling water in there, okay? Uh, one. I thought like you've named the name before. I didn't have Bronstein, right? <laughs> I said it rhymed with Ronstein. <laughs> I had one sparkling water in there. It's in the refrigerator. By the way, I never actually revealed that on air. That was off air. Both of you just revealed that, and I had I had never said that before. <laughs> I told you guys off the air. One time, I'm just in there. This Why was, are you protecting him? He stole from you. This was during Agreed. this was during a I, it was during a Lakers game, and I'm in the studio back there. And the next thing I know is he's cracking open my sparkling water. <laughs> And just drinking it while I'm, and he has no idea that it was mine. He was, I think, just assuming it was somebody else's. To this day, I haven't <laughs> now told he him. Does. <laughs> now he knows. Bronstein, Yosliwa, Perrier, or whatever, whatever the brand was. Costco. It was Costco. Costco. Yeah, Costco. Those Costco's are okay. Depending on which one, you, was it a can? Lime, lemon. Yeah, it was all the cans. The Lime, lemon, and grapefruit. the grapefruit. Yeah, the grapefruit's pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah, the grapefruit's all a good three one. three of those are good. Yeah, the lemon's a little too lemony, if we're being honest. Lime, thumbs up. Grapefruit, thumbs up. Lemon, there's other brands. Quenched his thirst right in front of me. <laughs> he needed to do it. He needed to do it. All right. Um, I've watched a decent amount of spring training baseball this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but what I had not done until yesterday was watch a spring training baseball game from the beginning until the end. Dodgers and Angels are playing the freeway series. They had the game last night at Dodger Stadium. And Clayton Kershaw pitching for the Dodgers. And I, I turned it on, watched the game. Watching the game, Slee. Game starts. All of a sudden, they're taking Clayton Kershaw. He's like, well, that's a great six innings. I'm like, wait, what? How? There's no way that was six innings. You look up, at the game's like an hour and 20 minutes old. Wow. It went so fast that you almost lose track of the game. That One of the things that you and I have talked about so often is 
I'm obviously a baseball person, but I like having a baseball game on in the background because you can kind of keep track of it without really watching it. You can kind of you hear the can't crack do of the that bat. with other sports. You, no, mm-hmm. no, for sure you can't. But you, you hear the crack of the bat, you look up, okay, it's a ground ball to second base, and then you go back to doing the dishes or doing whatever it is you're doing. Sleet, you have to pay attention now. Mm. The game moves so the game, the Dodgers beat the Angels last night three to nothing. The game took two hours and eight minutes. Two hours and eight minutes to play nine innings oh of baseball. My gosh. It went by so and I'm I'm not complaining. I really liked it, but I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was fast. really fast. Like, mm. wait, it's over already? Two hours and eight minutes is like right on that the, the verge of, all right, everybody take a deep breath and slow down. It never felt like you were going too fast as you're watching it. Like, dude, take it easy. Two hours and eight minutes to play a complete major league game was bananas. What What's the goal? Because I'm going to use a good example for baseball too. It's a lot of times you might walk into the game and it's the second or third inning, Yeah, right? You're about... You're 20 minutes behind, 25 minutes behind. Yeah, you're sitting trying to get into Dodger Stadium. Parking was Good really luck. bad, right? Like yeah. all that stuff. These are just elements that come with a game. If now you're 20 or 30 minutes behind and you look up and you're like, wow, it's the fourth inning, you feel like you missed something. You what? feel like you definitely missed yes. a, a lot. So I guess what – I don't know what it's going to be like when it's the regular season – but is the sweet spot two thirty? Like, I think what's so. the sweet spot? I, I I think it's somewhere between two twenty and two forty. Like two twenty is pretty darn quick. Yeah, it is. Two forty is fine. Once you get past that, it feels like all right. Let's let's get this thing moving. I don't know if there's a perfect time, but it, it's somewhere. Two oh eight was wait what? Mm. How did how did it go by that quickly? And you saw the Dodgers hit a few home runs. You saw Clayton Kershaw pitch fantastic last night, but it felt oddly fast where you're coming back from commercial, and that ball's in the air. Mm. Like, the ball's on the way to the catcher right away. There is no more of the dilly-dallying. And I'd seen it during spring training and felt it from an inning here and an inning there. And again, it was three to nothing. There were only I think there were only nine hits in the whole game. It was I think it's an extreme example of a game going by very, very quickly. 208 is bananas. I have a – this is maybe an unrelated or like an unintended consequence of this. It's like – how are beer sales going to be? How is food sales going to be? If this game is shorter, you're going to ha- not want to spend as much time in a line because you're going to miss a lot more things. Obviously, you can see it. You can hear it in the stadium. You can see it on there, but you want to be in your seat. Are they going to have to incorporate more like people coming to your seat for things? This is something that, like, as a fan going to games, it might change. I think that's a great point, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, if they're used to selling beers, not by innings, because I know the Dodgers, what, end of the seventh, seventh inning, yeah, you seventh can't buy any more beer. That's most places. That mm-hmm. if... if they only have an hour and a half to sell beer where they used to have two and a half hours to sure, sell sure, beer. Sure. They're going to dial that thing back mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, the, the, this is two things. It's an entertainment product and it's a business, mm-hmm. right? And those beers at Dodger Stadium are 18 bucks a piece. Yeah. You get an hour less to sell those things. Yeah. That's a real financial impact. So they'll, that's not inconsequential i think you're right you might spend more time just getting your beer and going back in line and just watching on the tv monitor that's there <laughs> I, I will say this i think you know like anything brand new it's going to be a incredible adjustment let me use, just use the nba as a great example for this basketball is yep it's fast paced there's a lot going on 
But if you miss, you know, part of that first quarter with six minutes left to go because you went to go get a drink or go use the restroom, it, it and and I think the game time of how long it takes to finish an NBA ga- NBA game is going to be closer to what Major League Baseball is looking Agreed. for. That's a better comp, where NFL is going to be three hours or whatever it is. I think we'll all adjust. I think we'll all figure it out. And I think this this won't. I don't think you're going to get people complaining that the games are going faster. I think it's just going to be an adjustment. It was shocking how quick it went last night. Mike Trout had a hat trick yesterday against Kershaw. Kershaw struck him out three times yesterday. Mm. It was, it, and he struck out Otani too, right? He and he gave up a, a base hit to Otani as well. But watching Clayton Kershaw, because we we kind of did that thing that we do occasionally with guys that have been so good for so long, you just kind of take it for granted. Yeah, and. With Kershaw in particular, because you know he's probably going to miss some time, probably a couple of times during the season, they're going to shut him down. When he pitches out, he's still as good as anybody out there. He made Mike Trout still one of the best players in the in the world. He struck him out three times. He struck out Otani as well and made him look kind of bad doing it. You, I know we talk about, hey, you got to go see Otani before he leaves town and all these other things. And I'm not trying to push Clayton Kershaw out the door because he's still incredibly effective. But watching him pitch last night, it's like, you know what? You should probably, we should probably soak this in a little bit because I don't know how much longer he's going to go. He is still at the top of his game. He was dicing up some really good hitters last night. You know night. what gets lost, I think, sometimes in the shuffle of everything? Um, the Dodgers are so – there's so much pressure win win right now win how come you only have one mm-hmm. world series and it's in a shortened season how come that's that's the only thing you have to show for a franchise that is as buttoned up as any franchise in all of sports that you're so focused on that that you forget about one of the staples of the franchise because you're what you just said has not dawned on me you know what it's been more about kershaw well how many games is kershaw going to play this year right. is he going to be healthy for the postseason going to be this i mean this is another good example what have you said all the time? Well, they don't play another meaningful game until October. So that's not a message you're usually saying to, hey, enjoy and appreciate. You're basically saying, I don't care what you do. And I think there's a lot of Dodger fans saying, I don't care what you do in the regular season. What are you going to do in the postseason? Kershaw's a good example of, hey, when he goes and he takes the mound and it's at Dodger Stadium, kick back, relax, and enjoy one of the greatest to ever do it for the Dodgers. This looked like 2014 Clayton Kershaw in the middle of July. He's just wiping guys out. Mm. And the season hasn't even started. He was just absolutely on point. It was fun to see. Speaking of the Dodgers, they uh, you talk about how they're pressured. They got, a, they got a different thing that they've never had before coming into this season. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Francis in Glendale writes, Last night's Dodger game went by so fast, their fans only had a chance to start three fights. Oh, come on, come Francis. On, Francis. Let's not do that. What the hell is that? Very, very nice night at Dodger Stadium last night. It was cold. It was windy. They could get more fights in than that. Dave Roberts was dressed like he was going to the North Pole. <laughs> it was it was a it was a weird look. Everybody's bundled up in puffer jackets. It's like it's baseball season, but it's still freezing cold here. It's not how it usually goes. Supposed to get rain this week. Uh, tomorrow and no Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday, but not a lot. Like some rain, but but not a lot. Man, we could really use some rain. <laughs> it's yeah. really messing up my high school baseball viewing schedule. Like I'm, I, I'm on a nice routine where we kind of go Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Now all of a sudden it's gone haywire. When this is done, I think we're done, right? And then it's going to be Been like saying that since Christmas. Be like four years until we see rain again. L.A. River still. There was like ducks swimming in it today when I went by. I'm like, it's beautiful. Look at that. It's right next to the rail yard. I told you I went the, fly fishing. The truck depot. It's it's going to catch a nice perch coming out of there. Throw it in the oven. Just get it get it going along the way. Amazing salmon out there right now. Can I complain about something real quick? Of course, absolutely. So I, I mentioned if I went this to, isn't the platform. What is? <laughs> I went to pick up Kel yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And so I pick her up. We load up her junk in the car, which is basically two enormous bags of dirty clothes that are coming back our way, which is fine. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, so I get back in the car and put on the nav because I'm curious as to what time it's going to have us home, yeah. right? And it has us going in this. So, usually just straight up the five to my place. Want you fifteen? Right? It had me go, go five and then cut through like uh, Vista. What is that? Okay. Seventy-eight or 78 freeway. Yep. yep. So, it, and, and I'm thinking, computer smarter than I am. Yep. It knows what it's doing. It knows where it's sending me. So I'm it's like, adding right. miles, definitely adding miles. But the time was you, that drive for me with no traffic's like an hour and five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. This drive was like an hour and twelve minutes. I'm like, it must know something that I don't know. Right? We're gonna go around the other way. It drove me into a freeway closure. The, the the 78 freeway was closed for like a mile. It was so everybody's off and then everybody's back on again. It took over two hours to get them. Like it, it, the navigation drove me into a freeway. Which closure. navigation service was it? Was it Waze or it was, was it the one, one that Google on Maps? The car, whatever the one that comes on the car. Have is. you called their customer service yet? Into a, I'm like, okay, and I'm, and I see all these signs, freeway close. I'm like, no, nope, can't be right. The computer would never drive me into a freeway closure. Freeway closure. I have so many chats with my navigation. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> You can have me exit here, and it's like there's nobody else in the car. I'm having a conversation with nobody, upset at technology <laughs> that is literally following my every step. So not only was it that, uh, I, so I was supposed to pick her up yesterday at 10, okay. right? Because I'm thinking, I want to get down there early to, come up, to miss all of this. I get a text from her at 4 a.m. saying, oh, dad, you know, maybe, maybe make it noon. Like and so I texted her back when I said I'm not coming at noon. I'll come at eleven. I'll give you an extra hour of sleep. She had had. She went out. Yeah. Shall we say that one hour and that whole thing cost me. That's chaos. It was yeah. chaos. Yeah. She can take the train home next. Whenever time. I hear people say, you know, I left L.A. to head down to San Diego on a Saturday at 11 a.m. Do you know it took me four hours? I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I do. do know I that. Believe you. That's why you should leave at 8:30. Yeah. Because then we'll take you two hours. That's the right decision. Yeah. Big E writes, Angel fans can now enjoy their losses in half the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty funny along the way. So watching the Dodgers and Angels last night, I was kind of struck by something now that mm-hmm. 
and you said this a week or so ago, one of the advantages that the Dodgers had through this last 10-year run is their depth, right? That they had a bunch of guys that if in the event that you needed them to could play a lot of different positions. Cody Bellinger could play center field and first base. Mookie could play right field and second base. Chris Taylor could basically play everywhere. Yeah. Max Muncy yeah. can play everywhere. Austin Barnes, your backup catcher, can actually play the infield and do it pretty well. Hmm. You've got you know, Gavin Lux could play the outfield and you know three of the four infield positions. You had a lot of guys that were very versatile. Watching the game last night, they've got three guys that have kind of their position that they're going to play in every single day. Mm -hmm. Freddie Freeman's going to play first base. Will Smith is going to catch. And Max Muncy's going to play third. And it's not because everyone else is super flexible. It's because they're going to have to be flexible. Mookie's going to have to play some second. Miguel Rojas or Miguel Vargas is a rookie. That may or may not work out. Mookie's going to play mostly right field. Center field, flip a coin. Mm. Trace, Hayward, um, is it going to be James Outman? you got a bunch of guys out there. Left, same sort of situation. Throw Peralta in the mix for left field. Miguel Rojas at short, maybe, until he bats 200 for three mm. months. Second base, you got a rookie. You've got six of your eight positions, or excuse me, five of your eight positions are completely up in the air, and not because you can move them, but because you don't know what you're going to get from those guys other than Mookie Betts in right field and second base. It is a totally different mm. dynamic that they haven't had in really probably seven or eight years. It's kind of funny. I, I kind of had this conversation with a few different people. Just talk, Actually, yesterday at the, um, at the Laker game, Dylan Hernandez from LA Times was there, so we kind of get into a little bit of a Dodger conversation. And I, I find it fascinating. We're kind of going through the numbers. Like, let's say they played... They had 15 less wins this year. Think of any franchise out there that had 15 wins. less wins. You're winning the division with 96. Sure. I don't think the Padres are going to win 96 games. Let's kind of see how it all plays out. I think what I find most fascinating with the Dodgers is in three months, is it the same team? How much of it has Great changed? Question. Have they gone out and made some moves? Is part of their strategy? Let's just wait a second here. Let's just kind of let the let the dust settle. Let's see what our let's see what our rotation looks like. Let's get a chance to see. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we had 111 wins last year. Mookie and you know obviously Freddie are still there. Um, you still got a lot of key pieces. You got arguably one of the best pitchers in baseball is going to start. Clayton Kershaw is another player. Will Smith is another guy you can count on. Will Smith you could count on. Let's see what Dustin May is. Let's see when Tony Gonsolin comes back. I, I think those questions are all fair, but I think the one constant with the Dodgers is if they need something, I think they'll address it. And, and by the time you get to July... What's the roster look like? Did they go Different. out and make moves? Did they did they address needs that became more and more obvious over the first 60 games or 80 games or so? Depends on what Chris Taylor does. If Chris Taylor can become the Chris Taylor from a couple of years ago, then he fills one of those holes. You either got your everyday shortstop, your center fielder, your left fielder, right? He's going to take over one of those jobs if he plays well. James Altman, who had a home run last night, I think is a, a, a real wild card in this. He had a great spring training. He had a really impressive debut in the big leagues last year for the Dodgers, but it was very limited. He wasn't there very long. He shows up, gets a bunch of hits, and they send him back down just because they're loaded with talent. If he can become a useful major league player, that kind of settles some things down. But let's say Taylor struggles. Sure. Let's say Outman's not quite ready. Sure. Let's say Miguel Vargas is not quite ready. Let's say Miguel Rojas just doesn't hit at all. Now, yes, at that point, you got to go into either A, try different minor league prospect guys, or B, 
you got to go shop for an everyday shortstop. You got to shop for an everyday center fielder. Is Trace going to be the Trace he was for the last two seasons or the last two months of last season? Or is he going to be the guy that has trouble staying healthy, has trouble staying in the light? He just, David Peralta, is he a guy that can become what A.J. Pollock was for them a couple of years ago, where a guy that used to see a lot in the division that's a lot better with you? Or is this just a guy that's towards the end of it and it's just not really an impact player? They have a million question marks this year. Is it possible that this year for the Dodgers could be a bridge year? Is that possible that, let's say they get towards the trade deadline uh-huh. and Otani's not available? Let's just say that Otani <laughs> is... You know what? The Angels are going to ride this thing through, and if they make it to the postseason, Otani is going to be there with them. And if he walks away, he walks away. Just hypothetical, right? Could this be a year where they're a few games over 500? You know, nothing great, nothing out of the ordinary. And they're saying to themselves, do we want to give up these prospects? Do we want to give up these guys for this year? Or is it, it's okay. This is part of the game plan. You know what? Sometimes you don't win the division. Sometimes you're not the favorite to go win a World Series. Sometimes you don't win 106 games or right. 8 games or 11 games. Could it be, is it worth, I guess, and we'll, we'll find out as the season progresses, giving up some of these great prospects that they have, and you didn't go out and get an Otani. I wonder how much this year is, you know how it's all about timing, when you know when to go all in and when you kind of know to take a step back. I feel like the Dodgers in a strategic perspective are uh, kind of in that they're on the sidelines for a quick second which you don't typically see them on the sidelines. I think by their standards it might be a bridge year by baseball standards it's where they're going to try to win the division because their bridge year may be 92 wins yeah <laughs> their, their bridge year oh, I, I don't think there's could, any question about that yeah, yeah it could I, be I think they'll, it they'll could win be 89 wins mm-hmm. right which is if you win 89 as you're, you're practically 20 games over 500 at that point Right, it, it's it's a big difference. They're not going to win eighty. They're not going to be under five hundred. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably not going to win eighty. I mean, never never say never. But this isn't a hey. Let's they're not doing what the Rams are doing. We're like, okay, let's retool this whole thing and yeah. see where we are. This is we still have one of the best players in right field, one of the best players at first base, a couple of the game's best pitchers. We have maybe the second best catcher in the league, and they're they have a, really and, good and the farm system that can go get you almost any player out there. Yeah. You're loaded up with prospects. They, they're going to be really good. They're just not going to be as good as they've been before. And there's questions. like that. Before, you knew who was going to play every position. Trey Turner's going to play short every day. right? Gavin Lux is going to be in the lineup at second base or left field every day. Chris Taylor is going to – Cody Bellinger is going to be in center. You had a bunch of question yeah. marks that you haven't had in 10 years. Very, hypothetically, very hypothetically, third inning, you're at the game, and you need a beer and a hot dog. Are you jogging to the concessions? Send it, Susan. Hey, you want a beer? Yeah. Okay, get me one too. And I'll take a dog with mustard, onions, and jalapenos. Or, or one of those Forgot people that like walks card. down the aisle. But at, at, in California, they don't sell beer or hot dogs up and down the aisle. You got to go no, get both I of those I didn't even things. notice that. Yeah, they don't. You got to get up and go do it. Which, for the life of me, I don't know why, but that sucks. Because I mean, everywhere What else kind of country do. are we living in where we it's have to a, get up and go get our own stuff? It's a state thing. Because the, the Giants, the A's, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Padres, none of them do it. It's, yeah, a maybe where you are in San Diego, there's a little like black market thing going on. <laughs> Let me know where it is because I will definitely there's do it. There's a guy just like undercover with dogs in his jacket. Dog sounds pretty good right now. Not going to lie. I could have one. Like if one sh- Emily, make some hot dogs next week. <laughs> bring, okay, that's on my list. <laughs> bring those in. I'll make the buns. Hey, look, you've done a great job with the bagels. I just feel like we should start giving her more and more challenging tasks. Now sausages are next up for your, 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 your task. <laughs> Asks. Okay. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it's me, Emily. It's Patrick Cap time. I sound like Mario now. I don't know where to go from here. But <laughs> which, which Mario? 12 more minutes. <laughs> Mario like, Kart. I sound like the Chris Pratt version of Mario. That's the movie that's coming out this past weekend. And Is that Chris Pratt? Yeah, he's, he's playing Mario in it. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But my favorite that photo... That doesn't look very good, by the way. No. My favorite just photo saying. of the whole year just came out, and it's the coaches <laughs> together at the coach at the um. Is this like what is it? The, the owners meeting? I think uh, so. So anyway, it's just it has so much about every dynamic, and I just love that Andy Reid is in the middle, and he had to like squeeze his legs together to fit in the photo. It's just it's my favorite photo of all time, and uh, it you notice me, anything else about it? Then you um, look at it at first glance. Uh, that Brian Dable's head is burnt. Uh, he does say, yeah, he should have a hat on. That's not uh, – Sean McVay's the only one with sunglasses. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'll do it my way. You guys take him. I'm leaving mine on. He can do whatever he <laughs> wants. If he decided, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going skins in this one, he could take a shirt off. But it, it's you're looking at it, you're like, yeah, he's the only one. Like when you got 32 of anything and there's one that's different than the other, yeah. it kind of stands cool out a little bit. He's hungover, he looks yeah. good. All right, so uh, yesterday was the premiere, the season premiere of Succession, one of my favorite shows of all time. And in the episode, it features uh, one of the main characters' birthdays. And he decides to leave his birthday a little early. And so my statement is, it's okay to leave your own birthday party. Travis, factor cap. I'm having... I don't know if I've ever been in this situation where I've had like a birthday party as an adult where I wanted to leave it. You know, like I guess it's your it's your party. You can do whatever you want. So fact, but that would that would be weird. I guess it, look if you if you threw me a birthday party slate right, and mm-hmm. I showed up to your place and we were celebrating my birthday. I don't think I'd have to be the last one to leave, but it would be odd if I were one of the very first to leave, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I go cap on, or I yeah, I go cap on this one. I think it's not okay. I think anytime something is for you, kind of got to be the last one there, whatever it is. If, um, you know, I can't be, and I know this is not, uh, this isn't the perfect example. I can't be hosting a party and be like, all right, guys, just a heads up at eleven. I got to take off. I'm gonna go somewhere. I guys are like- welcome to stay as long as you like. <laughs> but you can also say like the party, like you know, you can say the party. But don't don't you feel you could say that, yeah. but don't you feel obligated that if it's something thrown for you, it kind of just comes with the territory. Now you could kind of hint towards people. We're wrapping it up. You're this right. thing is over. You're Susan's right. not going anywhere. I She's think, staying, right? No, no. You can give You're big right. hints. You can have a vacuum out. You can you do know? the best thing. You, know, you could do that. <laughs> Put on your pajamas. They're like, uh, if you don't get the hint there. But I just don't think I don't I don't think you could leave. 
All right, Taylor? Yeah, I'm with these guys. I think Cap. But the only circumstance where you might be able to leave is if you had a surprise birthday party that you didn't want to be involved in or something like that. <laughs> somebody threw it for you and you just said, I don't want it. Yeah, I'm out of here. Have you guys ever had somebody throw a surprise party for you? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I, I thought I would hate it. Right, mm-hmm. I, I thought that a surprise party sounds dreadful right? for all the reasons that you would think. Susan threw me a surprise birthday party for my 30th birthday. It was so much fun. Mm. It was so nice to see everybody, and I, I literally had no idea that it was taking place, and it was wonderful. I, I really, truly enjoyed I it. I got one at 21, and it's kind of the same yeah. thing. Like came out <laughs> of nowhere, and it was awesome. Yeah. I had a really good time. I have not had a surprise party. Also, Mace just texted us, say it's a succession spoiler. I said nothing. There's nothing about what I said. Basically, they don't need to watch it anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Whoever's guys. a fan of I think you're Sorry, all right, it's been out on Sunday. I think you're all right. All uh, right, so I started doing an adult kickball league. You know, make new friends, do something fun, go out of my comfort zone, all that good stuff. What position so, did you play? Uh, so there was, they, for the first game, they kind of switched it. So you do one position for one inning another, and then you kind of switch okay. it to like an A and a B spot. But I was at third base and, and in the outfield because okay. I had an arm so I could throw things. But, um, anyway, we won by mercy rules. So it was great. But the, in the, in the rule, the rules of the book or the, of the, of the league is that if your team loses, so winning team just wins, losing team gets a free pitcher of beer at the bar that's sponsoring the league. Okay. So. You should try to lose in this league. <laughs> Al, factor cap. Um, I'm going to imagine that the pitchers of beer are probably not crazy expensive here. So I'm trying to get the W, and then I'm chipping into the pool of <laughs> the $6 each, and everybody's <laughs> drinking probably for the entire night. I try to get the W. Hey, Jeff? Yeah, I'm with him. That If it were the losing team drinks for free all night, that's a little different. But a pitcher of beer for how many people are on the team? 10 or 12? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. not enough for Half one person. Half a beer each. Yeah, I'm but that is actually that is kind of funny. If you lost, you're like, well, winning run at third base, you beer. intentionally swing and miss and kickball to end the game so you can get your free pitcher. Right, exactly, Taylor. I, I think uh, fact you try. To, I, I don't, I don't see the incentive for for winning though. What? It's just your pride. Does yes. that? That's you know, it? you get farther. The glory you of kickball victory. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor broke everything down. He broke it down financially. He put on an Excel sheet. He's like, guys, I looked at my profit loss. We're yeah, taking give, an L give me today. That of beer. You could walk into work the next morning with your shoulders back and feeling nice and good. By I won my kickball game this weekend. Right. That's what I bring a trophy it. in here. <laughs> right. Like yeah. All right. So dangerous. <laughs> uh, a group out of Anaheim uh, pulled a bunch of quote unquote super fans. People who elected to say that they are super fans and one of the respondents admitted that they missed their best friend's wedding to go see their team play in person not like they go sim in a bar they went to go see their team play in a championship game so you would miss your friend's wedding to see your team play in a championship game and again in the stadium when that team wins the championship taylor factor cap I think fact, yeah. Uh, any friend of mine would understand my love for the Sacramento Kings and would know <laughs> that I would have to go be at that game. Yeah. All right, Trav? No, I would go to the wedding. It, it, because what you just described, Emily, my best friend, and I have, I don't know, maybe seven or eight people in my life that I would consider people that I would skip that for. If they said to me, we're inviting you to a wedding and this is the day that it's on, it's the yeah. same day that the Dodgers are playing in Game 7 of the World Series, I would be bummed that I'm missing it, but no, I'm going to the wedding. Al? I think this is fact, because even if I go to the wedding, I'm just using Plus, the, I love weddings. I'm using, he loves weddings. He's a big <laughs> wedding guy. Even if I'm there physically, 
I'm not going to be there mentally. Yeah, you're on the phone. You're watching. I'm the on game. the phone. I'm doing all that stuff. So I'm not really. I'm not going to be there anyway. So either way, that friend's probably not going to like me. <laughs> so I, I'm going to tell that individual, I love you. You're the best. We're going to so get together Obviously after. Not. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the Padres have one shot at this. They may never get another opportunity. All right, so we know that LeBron went and saw the LeBron James of feet, quote-unquote. That, that's the—I guess he's saying it's the best person in this field yes. uh, at this thing. So, you are the LeBron James of something, <laughs> Travis Hedricap. Yes, fact. I think I am the LeBron James of packing coolers. Mm. I think I know how to do it as well as anyone else. I, I know when I see it. I think game recognizes game. Mm. I think that when—if you gave me— any sort of beverages and a cooler, I could get that thing screaming cold in a relatively short period of time. I'm the LeBron James of packing your cooler. All right, Al? I don't know if... It's because I really, really like the genre of music. Okay, I'm definitely not it, but I'll just put my in my own head the LeBron James of reggae music. Like if I Reggae go, fandom. If I go somewhere and somebody is like, you know what? We need a good vibe. We need some good music that's going to be upbeat. It's going to be this. Can you play some reggae music that you feel like, hey, this is going to have a good vibe here? So DJing? No, definitely not DJing. Literally just picking songs that I think that would be good. So but DJ, it has to be DJ? No, but, 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 curation. But DJ is like Creating there's somebody actually... Yeah, I, 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 w- I would music. say I would say creating a playlist for that because <laughs> okay. DJ actually does stuff. I wouldn't be able to do it. They just say, "Yeah, play this one, <laughs> type this in next." Maybe of that at the best. All right, Taylor. I I was gonna say music playlist too, but I mean, Slee Slee's already the no. You already won. I'm like the Tyreek Evans of it. <laughs> you actually have the, deep knowledge of music. I'm just reggae. But yeah, I don't think I have the false confidence for yeah. that. Emily, LeBron are you the LeBron James of something? I think I'm the LeBron James bagel of, making of boring people with television shows that they're never going to watch. I think I'm LeBron James of that, and I know as all of our listeners know and well. you guys know, so I'm, I'm self aware. <laughs> Could I, I be I the LeBron James of just talking Lakers basketball to anyone at any time, anywhere, <laughs> and being completely okay with it? Sure, twenty four hours a day. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah, you are right. the LeBron James of that. All right, I'll take that. You, you can take that one. As well. All right. The uh, Rams did a thing that the Seahawks jumped on that makes no sense. I, I'm I'm confused. I was already confused with the Rams and now more confused than ever. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rich has a uh, correction that I would like to steal on my own uh, behalf here. Rich writes, Trav is the LeBron James of beer chugging. Yes. Yeah, actually. I, I, was, I, I will yeah, take that. Right. Although there's that – Emily, I showed it to you last week. Or, there's a picture of this young girl. She looks like she's maybe 24 well, or 25. Yeah. And she looks like she weighs, I don't know, 86 pounds. Right. And 88. She, she takes like an entire pint of beer. Gone. And in like, – 
Yep. Gone. Gone. That, she is the, uh, I don't know, Serena Williams of but beer what, chugging. But what I want to say about LeBron James of it, though, is like you have more longevity than she has, which is why well, you're true. a bit more of the LeBron James. She might be Good the, point. I don't know, the Giannis of it all because he's been around <laughs> a little later, but you need to have someone who has longevity. It's That's why the LeBron James of something is different than the go to something yeah, necessarily. You've been, you've been in the league for 20 years. You have three hundred plus playoff games under your belt. I've look. I've I've taken on. But a she's lot coming. Of people taken on. A <laughs> but lot she's of coming along the way for sure. Um, real quick, little baseball weird thing. Ken Griffey Jr. Remember him? Right. Heard of him? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty uh, pretty good swing. Not bad. You see where he's launching home runs at the World Baseball? Yeah, Classic? I saw that. Just, just everybody watching too, like and, he was, and just popping him like out he's like twenty five years old. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the fourth highest paid player on the Cincinnati Reds this year. <laughs> Literally. He gets one of those, you know, deferred payments. Yeah. And it's a deferred payment of $3.6 million. He hasn't played for the Reds in 15 years. Okay. He gets a deferred He's payment. The fourth highest paid player. $3.59 million, And Ken Griffey Jr. will make the fourth most money on the Cincinnati Reds this year. Well, you know what? I got to search right now. Who's going to make more, him or Bobby Bonilla? Uh, Bonilla's number is slightly less than that. I think mm. Bonilla's is like a minute and a half, or a million and a half, two million, something Love like that. Love Bobby Bonilla Day. It's great. This is one of the greatest days it's, in sports history. Imagine just knowing, I forget what the day is, it's like every, you know, June 2nd, it's like, yep, that, look, make sure that, look, go to my Wells Fargo, yep, there it is, cool, Bobby Bonilla Day, yay. 1.19 until he's 72. Perfect. Griffey makes 3.59 this year for the Reds. The only two, I will I couldn't find the third guy, but Will Myers, Joey Votto are the only two guys that make more on the Reds. July first. Is it the manager? Maybe? Maybe, maybe it could be the manager. Bobby Bonilla, July first, every July first since two thousand and eleven, and it will end when he turns seventy and uh, go till he's till twenty thirty five. It's crazy, crazy. So Bobby Wagner had a Hall of Fame career with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Got, did not get the deal that he wanted from them, left, went to the Rams for big dough, had a fantastic season. Bobby Wagner was honestly the only bright spot of the Rams last year. He was the only guy that lived up to the hype as yeah. far as what you were hoping you'd get. Aaron Donald missed a lot of time. Jalen Ramsey was pretty good, but Bobby Wagner played at an all-pro level again. They cut him. He's back in Seattle on a one-year, $7 million deal. This is going to go down into one of those things, and I'm sure there's a million examples of this in every sport, where you're going to be looking at something 10 years from now, 15 years from now, Bobby Wagner's Hall of Fame induction speech, mm-hmm. you'll be like, Bobby Wagner played for the Rams? Yeah, that's a good He point. did? Yeah, that's a good Are, point. No. He, no, he, no, he didn't. Bobby what Wagner, year was that? Yeah, Bobby Wagner never played for the Rams. Wait, was he part of the Super Bowl team? <laughs> like you're just throwing questions so out there. Weird. Yeah. Like it, it, and the fact that he's going back. Like if it was played for Seattle, went to the Rams, and went to the Falcons, and then went to the Bears, and then finished his career in Tampa. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But that he's going back to Seattle to because he's still really good. Just such a weird, random thing. And it got me thinking about with the Rams. I think I admire this about them. I think I admire that they're willing to do things, and then when they realize, you know what, this is no longer in our best interest, let's get out of this right away. Hmm. They did it with Gur- paid Gurley, that eh, isn't working, gone. Hmm. Paid Goff, nap, eh, not working, gone. Trade or cut Bobby Wagner, trade Jalen Ramsey, yeah. cut Leonard. Like the second they realize this is not in our best interest anymore, move on. They're not stuck in the gear of well, we need to be right about this because we paid them all this money. Yeah, that's that's. Really, really challenging, I think, in sports. I think with any job that you have, when somebody drafts a player, that GM, oh, they they need it to work. They need that free agent signing to work. 
they get really, really stuck in the whole, well, this is going to look bad on me if I don't keep this player or if I got rid of this player in a year. Yeah, there there isn't that with the Rams. It's a, it's actually it's a, it's a good point. I, th- it's I think a, it, it's a positive, right? It is a positive because it's a really it's being comfortable with your decisions one way or the other. That worked. That didn't work. It's not trying to sell the owner on, well, I have to make it work because if I don't, it's poorly reflective on me. These aren't all the best examples, but I think in sports in general, there's a lot of times you might see somebody at your job where that specific person hired that person and they're less apt to get rid of that person because even if the guy's not getting the job or the girl's not getting the job, it reflects poorly on them. But when you have somebody who's confident in what they do, that they they don't have uh, that internal. I'm worried about me. That's a that's a really good trait to have, and there there aren't too many. I I think it's a strong trait to have. You, you, you said not something insecure. that I that I hadn't thought about with that in mind. You need the ownership. The ownership needs to back you up on that. The ownership needs to take the the thirty thousand foot view of saying, all right, maybe we shouldn't have given Jared Goff all that money, but you, I trust you've you've gotten enough of these right that I'm going to let you try to fix this. And that's what the Rams have done. They've gotten enough of them right. The the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey paid off, you know, huge. They hit the jackpot there. The acquisition of Matthew Stafford, it hit. The acquisition of, you know, uh, whether it's Aqib Tlaib or Marcus Peters or Dante Fowler or some of these other guys that they went. There's enough hits that if you miss a few, it doesn't mean that you lost your fastball. It means that you're going to miss a few as opposed to, hey, listen, I just gave you X amount of million for Bobby Wagner. Now you're telling me you want to cut him? Well, I'm not I'm not going to give you the checkbook to go get the next guy. Mm. I need to trust at the very top, and this is, you know, uh Cronky, Demoff, they're willing to work with these guys and say, You're okay, this now you can't miss a hundred in a row. Sure. But if you get if you get three right for every one you get wrong, when you get the one wrong, move on from it. Yeah, but there, there's also ownership out there. I don't know if Jerry Jones is a perfect example, or guys that just they're too involved mm-hmm. and they don't want to go hire the people to go make those decisions yeah, or somebody yeah. makes the wrong decision and they say, ah, that's it. I'll take over from here. That's not good management. I mean, and, and that is a good point to say that your owner is giving you the leverage to say, I get it. I understand. Explain it to me. Explain to me why this is the right move. You went and a year ago, you were making this pitch to me of why this guy's got to be here. Now you're making the pitch of why he's got to go. Just using it as an example, right? I think that's, that's a, that's a good organization that's not holding on to things, holding on too tight, saying we got to make it work, even though you don't think it's going to work. Even on a smaller scale, like this year with Cam Akers, he requested a trade. They looked for a trade for him, and then they let him back on the team. They aren't they aren't emotional to a point that they will make bad deals because of being emotional. I think that they're honestly that's a good way more rational, it. more um, what's the other word for it? But either way, dispassionate. Yeah, you you understand what these people can serve you and what they can't serve you. They're not going to have anyone do they're not going to do a raw deal with someone just because they're like they're pissed that they did something that they requested a trade that they wanted this person out. They they tend to be uh, detached in a way that is helpful when you're running a team. You're not making emotional decisions like a I don't know an Artie Moreno, Moreno or Lamar Jackson in the Ra- in the Ravens. They're they're making passionate decisions and Rams are dispassionate. They also the the Wagner one is a little different than kind of what we're talking about a little bit. Bobby Wagner was really good for them. It wasn't like they went out and spent a bunch of money for him. He came in and underperformed. And like, oh, man, we, we were a little late on that one. We shouldn't have paid him all that. He was an all-pro level player. He was terrific. He was the best player on that team by a mile. But they looked at him and said, okay, where we are right now, we don't need that 
let's move on from it. That 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 is a very unique skill set to do, and it's not just one or two. Gurley, Goff, they you know they moved on from Talib, they moved on from Peters. Like they're willing to Michael Brockers, mm-hmm. like guys that have been part of that organization. Ramsey, Ra- Ramsey's a great mm-hmm. one. So you can see where I'm headed with this, right? Do they get to that point with AD? Do they get to that point with Aaron Donald where they say? Hey, this is great. We love you. You're all first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, you, he's Aaron Donald. Yeah. Does that where the emotional part, the connection part, the, the, this is Aaron Donald. This isn't Jared Goff or even Jalen Ramsey. This is Aaron Donald. Or when it's time to move on from him, do they move on from him? Yeah, I think there are certain, not all players are created equal. Not all history is created equal. Um, and none of those players that we just talked about are Aaron Donald. Right. So I think there's... There's a, there's a difference, you know. You, you use an NBA analogy. You can let some players remember. There was a time where the Lakers traded Pau Gasol, uh-huh. right? And then Chris Paul, the deal didn't happen, and they brought him back in, and you had to try to figure it out. But it wasn't Kobe Bryant, no, you know. It's not so Clayton there's, Kershaw. There's, exactly. There's. Yeah. So that's why I said just not all players are created equal. AD's in that group, right? AD's Kobe. He's Kershaw. He's the, that. We know, the only way. The only way that could change is if Aaron Donald decides, he go. hey. I'm That's good. different. I'm good. This was great. Let's remember this. This will be one of the most important chapters of my life and my career, but it's time to go. San Diego State is into the Final Four, and Slee was going on a road trip. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.